Welcome to the Mission Therapist and Counselor Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about what it means to be a man in today's modern world. Jesse O, the Counselor, the Man, Part One. So just to start off, um, we did our first initial podcast, and um, there might be some uh, uh, controversy with that fist bump. Bro, you were ready. I wanted to clear the. I just needed to clear this right here, right now. Is that like um, we're if we're gonna end the next podcast, like let's come with something stronger, okay? All right. I I thought you were. I thought we were on the same level. We did this really terrible fist bump. It was. uh, It wasn't even like a cool like '80s slow mo. Like even '90s. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was just. It was messy. It wasn't that bad. Talk about questioning my, you know, the whole manliness thing. Like we'll probably (laughs) talk about on this podcast. Yeah, you were a little not firm on the. Not very firm. Not very firm with my fist bump. No, you weren't. Yeah. So. But um. But today's episode, man. uh, Yeah. Talking about being a man in this modern world. Yeah. And um, I thought this was an important topic for us to right. talk about just because you're a man, I'm a man, and I feel like the identity of what it means to be a man yeah. is changing. It's ever-changing. Yeah. And so when we thought about, when we talked about this idea, a couple things I said was that, like, we can't do it in, like, one podcast. Yeah. Like, that's why I was, I, I was like, this will be called The Man Part 1, and we could do Part 2 because there are many, like, Layers and levels we could talk about just being yeah. a man in 2023 or what that means. Even like, I feel like even talking about this would probably get some negative feedback because it's just like, it's questioning the concept of manliness and, and what that represents. So, yeah. Um, we can't touch on everything. No, we cannot. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't, it'd be so, yeah, that'd be so hard to do. It'd be one of those Joe Rogan three hour podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So, we'd have most, most definitely have to have a higher budget and, and, more followers and, uh, <laughs> some guests on top of yeah it. but speaking of like um so uh our our dude brandon who's like filming this um i we were talking about it and i turned to brandon because i'm like shit i just would like another perspective yeah yeah and i said what does it mean to be a man and like probably the best response was like and he's, he's a man he's like i don't know yeah. and i'm like shit there we go yeah. that's kind of like what's in my head right now yeah. so it's just like you talked about stigmas. Um, yeah. Do you want to go into like kind of detail for you? You 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 roll with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think like a, immediately what I think about is that the identity of a like of what it means to be a man is changing, and I feel like everyone has a different impression or thumbprint on like what that is because everyone has a different experience with with men, right? Like your dad was different than my dad. Yeah. Um, and you had a different experience, like maybe growing up with a father figure than I had. And so like the, 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 the identity, the idea of what it is, is ever changing just in general. So it's complex. Yeah. But I think like back in like old times or I don't know, in the fifties or back whatever, in the old days? back in the old days when you were like 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was being a man was like, to me, it might being a provider, right? Yeah. And like, um, and it was like showing no emotion yeah. and it was like being strong, uh, being able to figure things out. I don't know, not complain and just kind of do your work. And that was it. Like that was like my understanding of it anyway. was like, that was it. Right. And so yeah. I feel like nowadays there's more of a push to, for a man, for, it's okay for a man to be more sensitive to, 
to to be more than just that like manly provider who is this stoic no non-emotional person okay so yeah on that point um i you've experienced this i've experienced this i don't want to speak for you too much but so often people come in and the idea of like sharing their emotions just from experience a man's perspective and working with men is so often like that's not something we have been allowed or given the right to do growing up yeah um and i think you know i am a little bit older than you my generation and i would guess your generation as well i mean even culturally for you right yeah. like it's to establish like certain emotions um that are approved being a man it's it's very limited i know to get angry uh to be that's almost like a better emotion to present than yeah. being sad people are more comfortable with anger right frustration. oh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. um what did they say I, I've, I've read this is anger is sad's bodyguard mm. so and the idea of being angry you come off i don't want to say you come off better but like we don't lose that sense of like being strong when we're angry it's almost like a tough thing so yeah. um which is you know it's so distorted as we even say it right now yeah so if i were to ask you like who was did who did you consider growing up like like a, a father figure or like a man that you looked up to um i've got um i'm drawing a blank on that one because um i mean my father growing up wasn't that present okay. um so the strongest person in my life was a was a woman was my okay. mom but i didn't have there was no backdrop on like a male representative for me growing up yeah so uh yeah I, so there wasn't that and i i think fortunately like role models for me when it came to men were probably people i saw sitting in front of the television mm. like that established like any type of like masculinity yeah. um there was really no guidance on like what i'm supposed to do i wasn't shown even the things as a man like i feel like what a man should know like maybe how to like work on a car yeah. or um like that's just one example of just like i was not given this like understanding so i already felt like a little bit less than because i didn't have the representation right. so um and then if you go into the emotion side i guess emotionally i learned a lot from my mom um but i felt like i don't want to act like her because mm. that's gonna minimum people are gonna start to realize more and more like you don't have any sense of what it is to be a man mm. and um did you actually have that fear like i, like I think like not if i had to reflect back that's a really good question and i don't want to like shoot out some bullshit answer in the moment yeah but in self-reflection i i real i realized i've i've picked up a lot more characteristics from my mom yeah because i didn't really have once again that male uh figure to like give me that how about you like who was somebody that you, it sounds i think that your dad was pretty present in your yeah life? he was uh he was pretty present i mean he worked right like any yeah. other person and um i think i was most i was raised by my parents but like i, I would spend like times at uncles and aunt's house i think my dad was for a tradition because we were, we're a Mexican family, yeah, Mexican American yeah. family, and for a Mexican American family, I feel like we were very non-traditional. Where like my dad, like he did some of the cooking at home. Okay. Yeah, like my dad even like 
he was very he's this very sensitive guy like yeah. he you know there's a couple of times not a lot but a couple of times he like cried in front okay. of me um but i think like he's he never really knew how to talk to me about my emotions and my feelings okay. um i would say that like what i what when i think about like role models or like people who i fit who i like figured like this is what a man's supposed to be um i think about like uncles and um uh, and even my dad like they they're very flirtatious and like for them and my family it's almost like the more women that you could have right. the, you know a lot of my uncles are married the more side chicks you could have the more uh, sex you can have like that makes you a man and mm. so i think for me that was a big emphasis as like a teenager growing up it's like i, I need to get laid yeah. like you know i really like had this focus on having sex and losing my virginity and i didn't want to be you know 18 years old and still be a virgin like that was such a big emphasis and focus for me um which actually as i think back in reflection i'm like that really fucked up like just how I did relationships, right? right? Like, yeah. yeah. So that was a big ideal for me that I think um, that I, I bought into at some point of like this is what it means to be a man. It's like you you have sex, you chase women, you um, and yeah, it's that, that provider too. It's like a man brings home the bacon, you know? Yeah. Um, it's mentioned like your dad crying. Um, I, I it's kind of it's it's on topic. It's off topic. I was watching this documentary on Sunday, uh, and um, in the documentary, uh, the guy starts to reflect on like uh, a friend of his who had passed away. Yeah, and he covers up as a lot of times as you'll see. The idea of crying doesn't doesn't matter the gender. I always think it's like fascinating how somebody would be like, "I'm sorry," right before they're about to cry. Like you have to apologize for showing their real emotions. Like yeah. it's almost so shame based to to process this, yeah. right? So he started to like you know cover up, protect himself because um, it's a bad look to cry, and then. He says, um, what did he say? He said, uh, the worst thing to see is a man cry. That's exactly mm. his statement right there. And hearing that, it like blew my mind because I'm just like, holy shit, like that's far from the truth. Um, but, and and the guy that was sharing, he was, uh, he's probably like in his like late 50s. Uh, but still like that mentality yeah. is still carried on to my generation and then your generation and it's yeah it's it's just it was so wild to hear that and i knew that like one of the subjects we were talking about was you know with being a man and showing emotions and yeah but still the idea of like we're gonna like we're gonna guard this this is and like i said that statement right there was just so like i so, still hesitate with that like yeah. it was showing like that vulnerable yeah. of emotion I, there's like moments that come to my mind as you say that like where like i I was in a supervision uh, class one time with like three other women who were in my class and then the, the supervisor was a guy and then it was me, the only other guy in yeah. there. And I remember crying that, and I'm feeling like, like shitty for crying, right. feeling like weak for crying. Yeah. And then another moment um, at my bachelor party actually, like some, some stuff went down and it just like, you know, it, it just was chaotic, right? Yeah. And I remember crying. Yeah. And just feeling so like like such a little bitch for crying like yeah. oh man like we're supposed to be having fun i'm here with the boys and i'm like here i am breaking right. down that something didn't go like a certain way or like yeah. there was tension going on right. um so yeah like e like even as a therapist like i feel like because of 
the impressions I had growing up, like there's still that part of me that's like, you know, you're crying is kind of like you're being a bitch if you do it. You know what See, I mean? It's wild though. Like it's 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 so I what, in return I'd say man up, right? Yeah. So once again, it's yeah. like this, we're back in this evolving like stigma of like you better just tighten up and 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 you know push through and show that grit yeah. and don't be vulnerable and and don't cry. Like um, I think. Yeah, what you touched on right there is like the idea of like showing that emotion. Yeah, I'm. I would even though, like I said, I shared that documentary and it was like, oh, you know, I heard that and it was it was sad and it's heartbreaking. Uh, but on the other side of that, yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of there's been times when I've wanted to show emotion and I'm just kind of like, you know, suck suck it up and just kind of deal mm, with it. Don't yeah. don't break. Um, but I guess it is finding those moments and times when you know it's okay to be vulnerable. And as long as I, I believe that as long as you're starting to show more of that, I think like at least there's that's it's a good step in the right direction yeah. for I don't want to say for any gender, but for because we're talking about men, like as long as we could signify and show that. Like I hope that I have a daughter and she's um, one years old, and I want to be able to show her like every type of emotion. Now, when I say every type of emotion, like. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe, yeah, even anger, sure. uh, like depression. It's all part of the human yeah, experience. Yeah, it's all those things. So I can at least say, hey, this is kind of what it looks like. Yeah. It's o And it's okay to, like, have these things experience yeah. this. So, um, but, yeah, I want to be able to, like, be free with, like, whatever it is. Like, if you are feeling that way and you need to express it, like, don't shove it down. Don't yeah. push it down. But And I think, at least, like I mentioned in my upbringing, I think I established the idea of like shoving down my feelings especially crying like yeah man up don't show that weakness um but there's a big difference between weakness and vulnerability yeah. so so i think like with the question of like being a man in our in in our modern world i think like what i think about is this battle that every man and i would even say just human in general has yeah. of like stuff that they were taught to do that maybe doesn't serve them anymore right, right. like yeah. Like crying is weakness. Yeah. Maybe at some point that served, you know, our family members yeah. for whatever reason, right? Like maybe I don't know, they were in a society where like it was considered weak and they'd get shamed or bullied or whatnot. Yeah. But now the culture's kind of changing. And so now as a man, I gotta work on those beliefs. And they still tug at me sometimes, but I know that rationally, like it's okay to cry. Yeah. And like you said, I got I got children too and like I want them to know that it's okay yeah. Yeah. to cry, to get angry, to get frustrated, to, to feel sad. Um and so I gotta challenge myself to just like allow myself to, to do that sometimes. And it's okay if people see me do that too, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever uh, you lead groups, so like have you ever like cried in a group or like felt like crying in a group? So for me that's a, like kind of this is where professionally I try not to do it and I, I i would say i would allow myself in the moments people share a lot of stories they discuss different types of trauma i had somebody the other day talk about something that was so impactful and just being a father i saw this young person just what they had experienced yeah i mean i felt it i started to like well up and yeah. i was like oh man i was like there it is um but i think part of my like clinical brain was like okay this is you know you're in the moment. Yeah. I felt the empathy. I was, I, I, I was there with that person, but I, I shut it down because I was like, this is professional. And yeah. like, I don't want to be the professional. And it was it had nothing to do though with gender though. It was just more like in the moment professionally. Like, but did it have to do with like 
if I cry, I'm I'm not like I'm less of a professional clinician or yes, probably that. I'm but not, not as composed. Or... Yeah, probably the composure. Um, but I I also am okay with saying to that person, I don't think I did, but I was like that really that impacted me. Like yeah. I really kind of deal with that, and I felt all of that. So yeah, it wasn't like. I think those that was a moment where I was like I am okay with yeah. whatever comes out, um, but I think also you know this we we hear a lot of different like stories that are so heartbreaking, um, and not we could, that we can desensitize, but it's just like it's kind of like that's how I wonder out. what would have happened if you would have cried in 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 like I, do you think a part a part of me wonders if it would be vulnerable if it would be vulnerable growth. For you to allow yourself to cry in a moment oh, like that, oh, yeah, oh, like, oh. like if it, like if it would expand you in like feel, being able to allow yourself to be more vulnerable with people like that, oh, man. Uh, it, it be people in a room, right? Like, and and I say that like thinking to me, like I don't think I've ever cried in a room yeah. uh, while leading a group, but I feel like it'd be a scary thing for me to do. Like I'd be, I feel like pretty panicky to like even as i'm thinking about it now i'm like damn like that would be kind of intense for me to actually cry just because of this feeling of like will i like completely break down and lose control like (laughs) you know but i don't know what do you think you're challenging me as a man right now yeah yeah i'm not gonna cry in a fucking group next week is what i'm doing yeah i'm gonna cry cry fucking hard too (laughs) the hardest cry in that group is what i'm gonna do so um but i because there's also like maybe your client's Somebody can see it's like okay, right? It's like damn, like yeah. my my therapist can cry, a, my counselor be, can cry, yeah. like that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I think no, this is a good um, that's a good like homework assignment that Mr. Therapist just gave me counselor right now. But <laughs> no, it's something that I most definitely will put. I don't say put in action, but I'm gonna think about because yeah. it is like that's something I really haven't looked into. But so kind of I think once again the man we're gonna have so many things to talk about yeah. on this. It's just a little taste. Just a little taste. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, so and and hopefully the next podcast we'll talk about that bachelor party and why you're crying so much. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for yeah, yeah. Thank you for throwing that back in my face. I was holding yeah. on to that so much. So. All right, man. Yeah, so. cool, man. Good stuff. We good? We good here? We want to just shake this time? <laughs> we gotta do a shake. All right, let's do it. Yeah, there we go. All right, good. yeah, good stuff. Thanks, man.